what's going on good people i thank god for this beautiful day that he has allowed each of us to see a day we have never seen and when this day is over we should never behold to see it again so while we are in this day let us rejoice and be glad on last week i was prompted to talk about who told you that coming out of the book of Galatians chapter 3 of how some of them seemed bewitched that they should not obey the truth. But this week I want to discuss a spiritual growth that will also hit in the realm of last week's message. When we think about who told you that, we are automatically thinking of the lies of the enemy. And 9 out of 10, that can be true. But Are we taking any accountability to that 1% of our own actions? Galatians 5 and 1 declares, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Who told us that? Scripture told us that. We are also told that we need to examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. Some of us are saying a lot of righteous things, but our living is worldly. You know, just like the people used to say, they have wisdom, but then their tongue tell a lie on them because their lifestyle is not the same. Please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Self-focus is not a bad thing when it leads to spiritual growth. God told us to examine ourselves. So in examining ourselves, we begin to ponder these questions. I know I have. I can speak only for me. Do I measure up spiritually? Am I doing what God called me to do? Have I truly repented or am I still sinning? Do I pray enough? Have I prayed enough? Am I praying enough? Is God pleased with me? Am I pleased with me? When we ponder those questions about ourselves, it can have us kind of defeated and with a discouraged mentality. Scripture only mentioned two occasions where God wanted us to self-examine and neither scripture wants us to indulge in self-focus. However, Paul did challenge those in that time that was tolerating sin that we see in our days even now. Two occasions, the first occasion when they were indulging in the communion, communion wine. The second was when the man was having an affair with his stepmother, but no one seemed bothered by it. Many we see today preaching and teaching and not repenting of the things they have done. Many we see today are playing and singing, but still sinning in the house of God. Many we see today that are doing all kinds of things thinking they are hiding, but now God is starting to expose. Examine yourself to see if you are in the faith. This is a time to have a spiritual checkup regarding the credentials we declare. Majority of the people we talk to can tell you the church they attend and the things they do in this certain church, claiming they are a Christian, but their lifestyle is showing everything but just that. How can we talk about one that is the ruler of our life 
but yet we are ruled by our flesh. How can we talk about the one who we call Messiah, the one we call our Savior, the one who we call King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but everything we are doing is not even considering who he is? How can we tell our children that I we, we start these strange fires? In one place, I'm, I'm so holy than thou, but when my children see me at home or when my family see me at home, I'm living a total different lifestyle. How can you tell your child to be what they need to be in the body of Christ when the parent is still lacking in that area? I want you to be a man in the house. How can you want him to be a man in the house and you're not even a man in your own house? I want you to be a young lady. How can you be a young, how can she be a young lady when she's seeing her mama bringing Tom, Dick, and Harry in the back door? Oh, we're talking about mental and love notes. Mental and love notes first starts in our mind. Our cognition. If we have changed, we have to change our cognition and be renewed in our mind to be able to exaggerate and exuberate this love that we have and we declare that we are. I'm reminded even in Galatians, they would have talks about the fruit of the spirit. And so many times I have said that wrong. I used to say the fruits of the spirit, but the scripture said the fruit of the spirit. And if this is the birthing season, if this is the season that God is calling for his church to really birth out spiritual things, the first thing that he wants us to birth out is those fruit of the spirit. When we mature and we become who he called us, us to be in the land of the living. Can I birth out love? Can I birth out joy? Can I birth out peace? Can I birth out long suffering? Can I birth out meekness? Have I birthed out meekness? Have I birthed out long suffering? Because that's what God is going to see. If you know, it, in spite of what we claim to be and who we claim to be, those spiritual fruit that's lying within us is going to tell just who we are. Please don't get fixated on the flaws. But who told you that? Who told you it was okay to live both sides of the fence? Who told you it was okay to have one foot in hell and one foot in heaven? Who told you that it was okay to, to live both it, this middle gray line? I don't know what who, who, who told you what, but I do know this. God despises a person that's in between. He said, be hot or cold, sweet or sour, in or out. He said, if not, I will spew you out. Jesus paid the price for all our sins. That is past, present, and future. But that does not give us the right to bind ourselves back in bondage. It does not give us the right to bind ourselves back in bondage. Who will want to? Don't be so self-focused, but be Christ-focused. Knowing that he has set us all free. And who the Son has set free is free indeed. Too many people have vested in your spiritual growth. Too many people has invested in my spiritual growth. Don't make them feel as if they have wasted their prayers, they have wasted their time, they have wasted their effort, they have wasted their training, they have wasted this chastisement, they have wasted even seeds that they have sown on your behalf or my behalf. 
Somebody had did a spiritual investment in your life for your spiritual growth. What are you doing with it? Don't make them feel that way. Sometimes we are guilty parties that told ourselves it's okay to do this and it's okay to do that. But deep down inside, we know it was wrong. We know it was, it was not God. Galatians 3 and 25 says, but after that faith has come, still once we are examining our own selves, examining our faith, 3 and 25 said, but after the faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. We were once under the schoolmaster of the law, but now we are justified by Christ. Justified by knowing that Christ has made us free. And if we are led by the spirit, we are no longer under the law. No longer bound by the schoolmaster, but now we serve the master of all schools. Everything that we have, everything that we need, everything that we desire is in Christ himself. We're no longer bound by the schoolmaster, but we now we serve the master of all time, the master of all schools. So don't fool yourself. Be liberated today. God is wanting to do something in the body of Christ and he cannot do it with your mindset still in bondage. This is your girl, C.L. Suss. Peace and love. Thank you.